This is Shannon. And this is Kamani. Is it recording? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Welcome to Drink of the Flirts. Where we aren't drinking today because we drank too much last night. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> I have nine drinks. You had nine drinks? That's what I was trying to tell you last night when y'all, like, <laughs> I, was, I had six before I got there. And then you, y'all started pouring honey. I'm like, oh. And I know she, I know she kind of felt it too. Huh? I know she had to feel it. And that's another thing, like I didn't really eat. Oh, at so, least had dinner. I had like two drinks and then two coronas and like what two shots of honey. Mm-hmm. So yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. I Still had, kinda have a headache. I had six mojitos <laughs> and three shots of honey. Do not follow my example. The fact that I woke up this morning without a headache is a miracle oh my god <laughs> I, I swear i was good last night until i smoked <laughs> oh my god it was like the room starts spinning in slow motion oh, Jesus, no. i said oh mm-hmm. no my st- but anyways uh, how was your week been otherwise very stressful due to kanye west <laughs> which we're gonna talk about <laughs> like, very stressful yeah it's been to him a rough two weeks. Mm-hmm. Uh, so this episode, a lot has happened. We're going to be unpacking a lot of these black men. Um, like Harvey. R. Kelly, Sorry. Bill Cosby. And now Juno Diaz was like... He's like the cherry on top of the hard week. Like. Yeah. And then Kanye. Oh, so we're going to talk about <laughs> all of them. Um, and like unpack what that means with everything. And, yeah, I have nothing fun to do. Yeah. <laughs> so we could just jump in since it's such a dreary topic. Uh, and I think it goes without saying that we, I don't know. It goes without saying, like, we support the the women. I mean, yeah. I mean, I'm a woman. <laughs> I support <laughs> well, you be some, well, you see some of the people, like, they're mm-hmm. out here like, yeah. Oh, I believe R. Kelly. I'm like, what? Really? R. Kelly been accused of things since like Aaliyah was alive. Like, wow. are you kidding me? Wow, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Been like, accused. locking people. And that, like, so, um, for those that haven't been paying attention or don't go on social media, the Me Too movement, um, right? Not mm-hmm. Me Too, or was it Me Too? The Women of Color. Um. Where Time's Up, I think. I think. Because Kerry Washington, all of them were posting on Facebook or on Twitter about mute R. Kelly this week. I think it's Time's Up. I don't think it's Me Too. I think. I mean, I think it's Me Too. I'm pretty sure, nah, but I mean, I'll yeah, Google it <laughs> just to make sure. But I think it's Me Too. The Me Too movement. Uh, yeah, because. I really do feel some type of way. Like, there's really emotion to... Yeah, it's the time's up. Mute R. Kelly when we should have done this a long fucking time ago. Well, explain. Because, like I said, like, he's been accused accused of these things for many years. And people only know this that Mm. to the point they made it, like, a joke. Oh, wow, really? I didn't know that. Yeah, like, you know, how some people, like... Right. I, I think Dave Chappelle did a, a skit on it. Mm-hmm. Like, it, it just became, like, a, a joke in the community. It's just like, oh. But I think that says a lot in terms of how people sweep things under the rug. 
well, don't and even one, take it too serious. Well, I, well, I think one in things that comedians do is they try to like, and some of them are like problematic, mm-hmm. but like they try to highlight some truths, mm-hmm. but with their jokes. Um, so like thing, like even looking, and we're going to talk about this with Hannibal Bur- Burgess, like the Bill Cosby stuff apparently was circling forever, mm-hmm. and then it was just took that one joke, and then it was like a snowball effect to yeah. him being finally convicted. And he's going to have to serve jail time, most likely. It's crazy, but... And I think... It is what know, it is. Well, I, and some some of the things that... I've been trying to do a lot more listening mm-hmm. um, as a man. And we're going to talk about that, especially when we get to Juno <laughs> Diaz. Um, but someone said, like, y'all out here defending R. Kelly when you're you don't talk to this uncle in the family or something like that, or you don't mm. wonder why... Yeah, yeah why, I know the joke. I why know. people yeah. won't come home for, like, barbecues or any, or cookouts mm-hmm. and things like that. Like, I, I've definitely heard that joke, like, that uncle that <laughs> that asks how old you are. Right. <laughs> like, nasty as well. So it's just like, we but. take things like that and like kind of make it like in a joking manner mm-hmm. but we I don't think some, we really sit there and Impressive. understand like what is really going on like mm. do you think that's healthy? <laughs> yeah even so a few weeks ago I went to see the Blue SI in Philly when I was in Philly and my friend was in a shout out to Nicolette um, and for those that don't know it's about this I never read the book but it's about this community and oh African American community and long story short, one of the gar- the dark skinned cat girl who everyone says is just ugly because she's dark skinned or whatever, mm-hmm. and who wants blue eyes is raped by her father. And because she's unable to process that, she like has like a mental breakdown. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's a lot of discussion about how that happens in a lot of our families. I know a lot of even in Jamaican like Jamaicans talk about it all the time mm-hmm. about like. Like the abuse they go through, or yeah. like by people in their family, or people in the community, mm-hmm. and it's something that we should put a trigger warning on this episode. Oh yeah, definitely. Yeah. Sorry, um, um, but it's something that historically people have swept under the rug, and I think now with like times up and Me Too, mm-hmm. like you're starting to see the ramifications of behavior, like that's been hidden and ignored and a lot a lot of us in the community have okayed it yeah and so one of the things for me that's been like a a big indictment is like you can't be a supporter of r kelly and say you love black women and black girls Mm. and i think that's fair not even think that's fair that is fair Mm -hmm. um and i think that's something for a lot of us to take into consideration when, when these women are coming forward especially when there are people we rather looked up to, mm-hmm. um, especially as men, there's like no, and we talked about this off the air. Like when your patriarchy is like this millennia old thing, mm-hmm. it's not. Whereas, yeah, it's like really old. Yeah. So like these systems of power are like really ingrained, and even as like a man that wants to do better, mm-hmm. sometimes I do like have the initial reaction like. So, for instance, like, men are trash. Yeah. Like, logically, I get it. Mm-hmm. And, but I, I will admit, sometimes when someone says it, it's like some deep part of me, like, has, like, this reaction. 
that shows that I, there's something I still need to work on in myself mm-hmm. that is triggering me for that. I guess uh, you just got to figure out, like, you know, what makes men trash? Well, I think, what makes men trash? What makes men trash? What makes men trash, in your opinion? Um, just, what's the word? Mis- uh, misogynistic. Okay. Uh, some could be, have, like, underlying like sexist i guess i won't say tones is tones the right word or like ways or thoughts right and like they're not trying to understand that Mm -hmm. and i think that's what makes them trash i mean of course not all men are trash but if you could realize like the things you do and recover from it okay you're not gonna be trash anymore but i think <laughs> all of us have trash ways we all do well for men like because i mean men always well back you know well, in the years men always had that power you could say mm-hmm. but now more women are like you know what i'm powerful too right and so someone posted this in the group and it was actually really profound and I've been thinking about it. It was like, do men actually like women or do they just use women to get what they want? Hmm. And I think I think that's a important question to wrestle with. Mm-hmm. Even for myself, that someone that wants to be better. Because it's like, do I actually... And people were saying this even in terms of like... This started like earlier with like in terms of like rape or mm-hmm. sexual assault. Like people, like the argument people was like, what if it was your sister or your, what if it was your mother? Mm-hmm. And people were like, yeah, it shouldn't matter if it was, they, they have to relate it to a woman that you know. You should be against it because it's happening to another human being, it mm-hmm. happened to a person. Um, so this kind of similar thing of like, you only really care for women that you like, like the women that are in proximity to you as a man mm-hmm. and not like women in general. That's something that's an indictment for us um, that we have to work on. Right. And that brings us like, to the Cosby thing, because it... So when it happened, initially I was like, what is going on? Because I remember he had came to Orange, like, a few months earlier. I didn't go. Oh, yeah. I didn't go, because I didn't like him. Mm-hmm. Because he, like... And I think a lot of people have forgotten about this, and, like, the... He was problematic before even knowing all that. But he was talking about too. how we need to pull up our pants and stop yeah, doing this hippie like... hop and all that stuff. And, like, all this anti-black stuff. Anti- and it's just like he was like low key Republican, right? So he was saying all this stuff, and then all it takes is a few conspiracy theories, and like at the time I didn't know anything, mm-hmm. and I'm like, oh my gosh, wow! They, uh, and because and the thing with Bill Cosby, and this is something that makes it complex with history. Because his initial accusers were white women, like the first one or two, mm-hmm. people were like, "Oh, see, it's like trying to connect it to this longer history of yeah, um, white women accusing black yeah. men when he was actually drugging these women." Mm-hmm. And someone posted, I forgot who it is, um, but she posted on Facebook about how she knew because someone said, "Don't drink anything around him," because she was meeting him. Yeah, she was like a comedian or wow. an actress, and and they said it so like flippantly or like offhand like oh yeah just don't drink anything around him like it was nothing that was just really known that women shouldn't drink anything and that happened for all these years and so i think a lot of people and i want you to talk more um about it like because a lot of people have been really chiming in about the cosby thing like oh (sighs) 
it's and just it's like, like people are rip- so fucking annoying with the Bill Cosby because it's just like the same. They're trying to bring the black man down. Mm-hmm. They're trying to destroy his legacy. And I'm sorry, I don't want to hear that bullshit. Right. Because he's not the only black person that you could praise. Right. So. He wasn't even the best black father. He really wasn't. Like, and when you think about that, well, even if you think about the Cosby show, it was a safe black show. It was. It wasn't like the good times. It wasn't like, it was no like sort of rah-rah radical. It was like Mm -hmm. this middle class black family. There was nothing racialized about them. It was just like to show that black people are boring too. It wasn't. It wasn't much of a struggle, to be honest. Right. Uh, and honestly, fucking... the parent in that relationship that was the best is Claire. Claire was like a black woman. Like she was. <laughs> she wasn't hitting her kids, but she put she put them her in foot down. Right. Yeah. Like. Um. So, and I would even say like Uncle Phil was definitely a better. Yeah. Like, but like the, the first one. But I think. We get so wrapped up in one. We don't know these people, mm-hmm. especially when they're celebrities. And or, this is why we can't always. I feel like you can't always look to celebrities to be like a role model mm-hmm. because these people you don't know what they do be right. behind closed doors. Oh like, my gosh! Shit, say your mother's your role model. Like you, you live with that's her. What Car- like, that's what Cardi B says. Like, no, I don't want to be no role model. Like why? Like people were saying, like, oh, Rihanna's not a good role model. I mean, she's just living her life. Like, right. Like she ain't signed up to be somebody's role model. Right. Right. And I think for me, with the Juno Diaz thing that came out yesterday, mm-hmm. that's why for many reasons it hit me kind of hard, and I don't want to make. I'm still processing it. I know a lot of my black woman friends are processing it as well because they love his. They love. I, I mean, I love. I love him, but it's just like, oh my god! Like he's just like, I don't know any other Jersey right writer of Amy like Grant. right like now yeah. person of color who made entertaining books to be caught up in in this madness. Mm-hmm. Not even caught up. That's just how he he is. Like, yeah. People come across him, and his attitude fucking sucks. And like the uh, so, yeah. And it yeah, uh, like the fact that he's from Jersey. He's also an immigrant from the Caribbean. Yeah. Like I did identify, and like I met him. I took a picture with him, mm-hmm. and it was kind of like, oh, it was recent. Yeah, it was in January. Like, and he like his new book was coming out, yeah. So he was at Drew, and I went up to go see him, mm-hmm. and it was like so. Yesterday, literally, when I heard it, I was like standing on the sidewalk in the city, like stunned because I just didn't know. Like, yeah, I was like scrolling on Facebook, and you shared it. I'm like, what? I didn't even know what. To, like, normally I write like a caption. You couldn't. I, I didn't like know what to say because I was just like, and because it goes back to this like thing of. Like making these people your role models, he is what I thought a black or a person of color good a, man. He could have been like, like a role model. He was but... in the session, like only calling on women of color to like ask questions first, mm-hmm. like women of African descent. And it's like this whole thing was how much of it is it an act now? Like mm-hmm. now you have to like question all your motivations and like. Mm-hmm. So even me, I'm like, oh my gosh, like 
there's who do you and this is gonna this the, the truth is from, do you, no, do you think it's like a power thing for him yes because of what I've heard and I mean for others too oh definitely because it's just like men want power yeah but like once you get money or a little bit of fame like but look at some clout like I'm I'm trying to process it. I'm really trying to process it. Look at all the men that were defending Bill Cosby and saying, well, now we need to go after Weinstein and everything. Mm-hmm. And people were, women of black women were like, y'all just want to be like white men mm-hmm. to be able to rape and sexual assault and do whatever and get away with it. Mm-hmm. You don't really want justice. And that's true. Right. Um, but it's definitely always a power thing. I think reading the accounts from like Zinzi Clemens and... Um, I need to say their names. Um, yeah, but reading their accounts for Juno Diaz, mm-hmm. um, it was definitely like when they critiqued his work or asked the question, mm-hmm. he flew off into a rage. And... Um, like that article, like it's just... And every, like, every paragraph I was reading, I just got so much more the press is like, oh my God. I like, I know you did not just did this. Like, right. Right. Oh my um, God. Yeah. Zinzi Clemens was one, the first one to talk about how she was a grad student mm-hmm. in 26 when he forcibly tried to, he forcibly kissed her. Um, and then like a few other people, Monica Byrne also, and Carmen Maria Machado mm-hmm. also chimed in, um, talking about how, when they questioned his work or mm-hmm. questioned his characters, um, he like started yelling and like targeting and bullying them. Mm-hmm. Um, and and uh, like this is what my parents say all the time: you really don't know somebody, don't. like especially like people, and even like you, like I'll use this example as a church person. You some people, they're, they, I'm not gonna go that far, saying, but like there are people that come to church and you think they have their lives together, then their home lives are a complete mess, mm-hmm. and that's like a lot of people you think yeah. like for me and the reason a lot of my friends that are really big Juno Diaz fans like and it's people of color black people Latinx people who were like looking who looked up to him it's like and such now a it's like it, and and for me this one like for I think also I could say for us mm-hmm. this one hurts more than like a Cosby who's been like anti-black people mm-hmm. or a and he's like R. Kelly. That's he's not even like older. Like he's forty. Not, I mean, he's he's not like in his fifties, sixties, oh, forty nine, or something like that. Forty nine. He's like in his mid late forties. Oh yeah, but I just feel like you're you're at a great point at your career for to even hear this. Like I yeah, he's I a can't. Pulitzer Prize winner, and. Yeah, and I think part of it is the need to reckon. Like, I don't know what, well, as a man, I don't know what would the next step be in that case. Because it's just like, that was someone you supported. So it's like, could you really support? Could you even support him? Like, he really, is he willing to change? Is like... But then how do, you, how do you quantify change then? Because the damage is already done. Mm-hmm. 
But but you know, like you said, everyone's problematic. But you know, people do learn. But would he ever learn? I don't. So I think this is the thing. Everyone's problematic, right? We discussed this in a one of our first episodes. Mm-hmm. And we also talked about, but there's a line you cross where it goes from just being like having problematic, saying problematic things or doing mm-hmm. problematic things to actually embody, like, like just being not willing to change or not willing to learn, which is something we talked about. Like, you should be willing to learn and develop and grow mm-hmm. and not be terrible right. and tr- trash. Um, but that's not the case for... A lot of these people. Bill Cosby, after the verdict, yelled at the judge and the jury or something like that. Mm. Yeah. And R. Kelly just continued. Like, and even, especially with Bill Cosby and R. Kelly, they had le- they went out and said this is like a public lynching. Like, and that's oh, really man. ridiculous because... And, but here's, here's what really bothers me with, even with the R. Kelly thing. He's, for years, he's been accused with messing with underage girls. He's, I don't think he really addressed that. But no. he addressed it. He said some shit like, you know, all the women that he, you know, had whatever with were consenting. But what about their age? Right. Like, you're not you're just going to skip over that big part mm-hmm. right there. Right. So. Uh, and it was really when the latest allegate, well, not the latest reports came out about the sex slave dungeon thing yeah like what the fuck (laughs) yeah that was like the one that really led to this because it's been around for a while and it's Mm -hmm. kind of been like simmering in the background yeah but then when this one came up it's like yeah this really is it like if you still bump in intuition at the the yeah like and there are other there are better songs than other songs you can listen to Mm -hmm. janelle monet for instance yeah um and I think that's the thing. We just got to be willing to let them go. You don't know these people. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know what. And whereas R. Kelly and Bill Cosby have no concerns or cares for what Like, I do. There is a deep. And this is only. We're recording on the, the Saturday after the news was announced. So. Yeah. Um, this is still raw. <laughs> Um, <laughs> I'm like thinking it, like damn now I gotta delete his books off my Kindle because yeah. at this point I don't want to read anymore and but like then know. someone was like so who is left and my other friend who was like a really big Diaz fan is like this is why we say all men and again uh-huh. that part in the man of me that's like conditioned to be like but not me <laughs> but no it's true like and I'll be honest and whoever wants to be upset can be upset uh-huh. Um, that part of me was still like, I'm not like that. And then there's just that need to want to not be seen like them mm-hmm. says a lot. And I have to talk to my therapist about this yeah. <laughs> because I, it's what, okay. There is no template for what a truly just and equal society would look like. No, but, there's not. So what, how do we get there? I guess in terms of relation, gender relations, and Do I you think, think a template is necessary to be like decent. Yeah, because now, but if what you, if some people? What if what you think is moral and and but, someone else thinks is is not? 
But that's always going to be the case, isn't that? Yeah. Like, there's never going to be a consensus of, like, how a society should go. And the reason mm-hmm. things have gone on for so long is because it was just literally a chief or a king or this person saying, yeah, what I say goes. Mm-hmm. Um, and the rest of y'all just got to deal with it. Yeah. So how do we get to a place where, because like even looking at 45. I feel like, not, I don't know if we could get to a place, but I feel like as long as people are reading and listening and seeing what's problematic and what you know, how people react to certain things and not to do it around them. Mm-hmm. I think that's a big thing that uh, we could probably start with. Okay. Mm-hmm. You think it's okay. So I think, okay. So also I wanted to bring this up. Especially now online, I've been noticing a lot more. I don't know. I feel like it's always probably been there. But especially for like black men and there's been a resistance i don't know what to call it It, but there's in my opinion there's been a lot of tension in the online community within discussing gender relationship relationship between black women and black men yeah i mean that's been an issue for years but i feel like now it's like really it's like getting to a head like really heightened like really caustic and on the one hand you have a lot of anti-black things or like oh that's why i only date like girls and all that type of stuff that comes Mm -hmm. up on the other hand (laughs) i feel like we show like kind of throwing dj khaled i don't know oh that was ridiculous (laughs) (laughs) that nigga said what no so Wait, Wait Jesse. We, we'll, we'll bring him up a little later, though. But Jesse Wu shared a photo of him putting it down, and I was just like, "What?" I said, "You're not doing what?" <laughs> I needed a laugh. I was drunk when I saw that. I'm like, "Oh, Cal, really? You should be doing that." But did you re- like read what he said? But supposedly, it's a, like a I'm old-ish. a kid. He goes, "Yeah." I was like, "He huh? goes down on me." I'm like, "Really? Okay." Uh, but supposedly that she getting it from was somewhere. Like, like she getting it from somewhere. <laughs> there was a meme like that's DJ why she's Khaled. so damn cranky. You see that video? <laughs> <laughs> that's why DJ Khaled's wife texting her side man. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I don't know. yeah. I no, but like the tension that. between like black women and black men. Uh huh. Yeah, but that's and, been a thing for years. But like, what? I don't know. You are not the representative of representative of all black women. Definitely not all, but like what I represent me. Want? So what would you, what do you want out of like what a man, a black man, like respect? How Mainly, are we defining respect? Like because people say respect. Like don't don't bash us if okay. you're dating like another race. Okay. If you're gonna date another race, fine, but do not bash me in the mix of that. Mm-hmm. Like. I'm a woman like everyone else. Like, not because she's white doesn't make her like any better. Mm-hmm. So, respect is a big thing for me. Um, and I feel like sometimes black men tries to place rules on black women on how like to dress or how to look mm-hmm. or like how to act. Like we. 
we're not robots and we're not people like that you have to keep control of all the mm-hmm. time. Like we we could think too. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I think that's that's one of my things. Is so. Where do you think a lot of the discussion and because in trying to change our behaviors and become like truly, I don't know, even like decent, like normal, like respectful human beings. I, as a man, can't fully understand some of the times what's wanted. Mm-hmm. If that makes sense. I mean, I think that's where men be like, you know, I just don't understand women. Mm-hmm. But like, just hang around women, see, see what bothers her, see like you know what she likes, what she don't like, how she would feel in a certain situation. Like at least try to be in her shoes mm-hmm. for once mm-hmm. and understand. Like okay, like like I think we was talking about this at work. Like you know, women get hit on a lot. Like. We get hit on a lot, probably a little bit more than guys. Mm-hmm. But then we're always like, okay, we want a men to not cheat. But we get hit on all the time and we're not out there doing the same thing. Mm-hmm. I mean, maybe now nah, I can't really say that, but like as an example that I've seen people argue about. Mm-hmm. Like, okay, like we get on hit we get hit on all the time, but we're not doing the same things that you do. So it's just like, you know. Hmm. Yeah. It's hard. Yeah. Well, I think I don't know who the next person is gonna be because there's gonna be another one. Everybody's getting out. Well, yeah. It's yeah. And it's just like you'd be surprised who. Well, after that, Judo Diaz one. That definitely caught me by surprise. Yeah, after that one, I'm like, damn. And like, I was just like reading like uh, Charlie Rose. Oh yeah, that nasty. Sh- yeah, I saw that. I'm like, bro, like I grew up like seeing you on TV, and yeah. it's just like, really, mm-hmm. bro, you too. <laughs> well, before we end, you want to mention Kanye? We're going to talk about Kanye because it's kind of related, and then it's not. It's not related in terms of sexual assault or anything like that. Mm-hmm. But in terms of this kind of all your faves are trash type things. <laughs> yeah. And I think whereas... Shit, you're not going to have faves no more. You just yeah. have well, associates. <laughs> just people you listen to people until you they mess up. every once in a while. Until you, they mess up. Or people be like, since Kanye said like slavery has been a choice, people have been deleting his music off the playlist. Wow. And I'm just like, oh man! Like, it's and that's the thing. So that gets hard. Like you mentioned, Juno deleting his 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 books. Like, which do... I'm definitely going to like. It's like okay, Kanye. I see what you're saying, but I don't agree with it. Right, because he needed a book. He needed his mom was an African American studies professor. This is what he he's so backwards. Like everything is just. Upside down with Kanye West, like, and he wants to be. He wants to seem like he's so like independent and smart, and then like such a visionary. And that's the question I was going to ask. So, what exactly makes Kanye a genius? Because people say that musically, how I don't know. 
Because musically, I mean, he samples a lot of songs. Right. It's not like he's like a prince creating right new sounds. New sounds. Right. So it's just like okay, he makes new sounds out of samples, but like starting from scratch. Right. Uh, I don't know. Like, what makes Kanye this genius? And I just sat there the other day. I'm like, so what? Why is he a genius again? Right. So when he said, for and all of you probably heard like it's pretty much divided the internet because it, it really did. ever since he came out as like a 45 supporter um all these people that like we said in the minisode that never would have listened to kanye started like being kanye stands mm-hmm. and then this week when he was like oh like just like <laughs> there was this whole it's a very convoluted thing about like mental slavery and mm-hmm. 400 years like he just didn't explain himself but when he said he just didn't explain it clearly in a way where people could understand it because when i I watched the video over again today the full one um the one where they cut off the last part where he explained it but when he first initially said it he kind of backed up and tried to and try to explain what he meant by that Mm -hmm. but van heard that one point and was just over well yeah and that's everybody because if you saying four hundred years in slavery was a choice, like that's just that that if I was there in that room, I'd have been like, "Yo, fuck you, Kanye," right. and walked out. But even but even even the suggestion that like we are the reason we're still like so yes, there is free yourself from mental slavery, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, but then at the same time, what are black people supposed to do, like to stop white supremacy, right? Because you're saying like, oh, we're gonna not be enslaved for four hundred. Don't be enslaved for four more, four hundred more years mentally. But I'm like, so what are you suggesting we do? Because we do not have access to what white people have. Like the yeah. black wage gap is like growing. Like black people has lost wealth. Mm-hmm. Like all these ills that are directly related to slavery, like the prison industrial complex, all of that. You know what my coworker said, and she says this all the time, and I feel like. Maybe we could apply that quote to like the situation is that when you take something from the beginning and mess with it, it will always be messed up. What do you mean? Like taking, like just literally taking us from our own land mm-hmm. and corrupting mm-hmm. them. Right. Like even like when you throw fucking drugs out in the black community in the fucking seventies, you corrupted them. Mm-hmm. Like when you t- like she said, like when you take something from the beginning, like it's just hard to fix. Right. And I just think that that kind of fits to where that just goes against what Kanye said. Like, how was slavery a choice when you it was just messed up from the beginning? Mm-hmm. I don't know, man. Kanye gives me a headache. Yeah, and it. And then, it, yeah, it's while it's not the same exact thing like the other three people we talked about, yeah, there is this need to because what he's saying is dangerous at the same time it really in a different is. way because now you're giving ammo. Because when you say slavery was a choice, even if you were talking about like mental slavery and choosing to stay in your situation, what white supremacists heard is like black people are causing their own oppression. And that's what I was trying to tell people. It's, that's not what he said. Like he didn't say like because he might have meant he might have meant that and what that was all good and well. But what he said 
sounded like slavery was a choice. Mm-hmm. And that our ancestors chose this life or like, or implied that it was kind of like the legacies of slavery. People are choosing, like people are choosing to be broken poor. Mm-hmm. No. But the, you know what? I feel like what Kanye doing in a way is like his own way of therapy. Mm-hmm. So it's just like he's just throwing his thoughts out there yeah. and see what response he gets. Like pot, that's that thing with social media though. He's like he needs a journal. Yeah, he needs to write that <laughs> like, down. Like, oh, make like a video vlog of yourself and leave it on your computer, Kanye, or something. Right, and replay it to make and see if that really makes sense because it's just like it doesn't. Yeah, it doesn't. And then it's even worse to even think about him just being provocative to be provocative to get reputation or to mm-hmm. like get buzz. Cause I'm like, I don't, the- I don't know if he, I don't, I don't know if he did it to just get buzz. But some people are saying that. So, mm-hmm. but yeah, either way, I don't think he did it for buzz though. Yeah. I just really think that he just trying to get his thoughts out there. Because whoever he's around ain't telling him. Ain't telling him, like, okay, well, <laughs> this is not right. That's why Van's response was so golden. Mm-hmm. Because it's like, nah, Kanye, what you're I'm saying like, is. I hope they, he was really listening to him. He tried to go up and hug him afterwards. But then Kanye was also, he said some other mess in the interview as well. It was a lot. Like, I didn't I watch. Wanna, you didn't watch the uh, Charlemagne and Kanye West? That movie. was long. I mean, I'm gonna like got, probably just sit there one day and listen time. to it. I mean, I like interviews. So I got like, TV shows to watch <laughs> and I'm video games to play and, take some and comic books to read. Kanye don't need none of my time. I mean, um, I want to hear him out. I want to, I want to see what he says. Okay. Not because like I agree right, with him. Right. It's just more like I want to see where his mind is really at. Mm-hmm. So I'm gonna watch it. All right. Well, this has been. A downer of an episode. Yeah, like. So, do you have any happy recommendations? I do. What you got? Janelle Monae's Dirty Computer. I didn't listen to the album yet. Well, even watch the. So, my friend posted this this today on Saturday when she's like, she's not going to talk about Juno Diaz, but she's going to talk about Janelle Monae mm-hmm. and how it's a shame she only has a million views on YouTube because she's basically it's kind of like this Afrofuturist. Um show mm-hmm. about a society that's trying to like strip people of their differences that make them unique and so she's like this kind of pan character like she's pansexual in real life shout out to her mm-hmm. um and she has a boyfriend and a girlfriend tessa thompson's the girlfriend that's why tessa's always in all the videos that were coming out so like yeah. all the video it's like kind of similar to lemonade because mm-hmm. like all the videos tell a story um and they're like memories Mm-hmm. And it's really, my friend was saying, like, it's really, shout out to Ayana Legros, um, who I like, posted this, like, that she's showing what society could look like, in a way, through this. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, it's a really good, the album is amazing. I have oh, my I, favorite song. God, I love Janelle Monae. Crazy, sexy, crazy, classic life. Like, the whole album is just, like, like amazing. Americans is really good. Mm-hmm. I like that, like. The entire just pink, like just everything, and I've loved Janelle Monae since high school. So to yeah, see her come and it's up, just so like you know, people were saying, like, what's that song I was listening to by Janelle Monae? Um, Django she Dirt. was, yes, and she was saying, like, you know, 
how people was talking about like I guess the way she dressed. Like she's mannish. She yeah, about. like she and I'm and I just love like she's just taking like ownership of who she is. Right. And I I just love it. Did you see that video of like this little girl? I don't know if she was like auditioning or something, mm-hmm. but she was inspired by Janelle Monet. Mm-hmm. And she was on Helen. Was it Ellen? Do you know when they start crying? Yeah. I think that was Ellen. And like, oh my God, it touched me. Like I mm-hmm. was crying a little bit. I'm like, oh. Well, because on the album, she's talking a lot about how she wasn't seen as as beautiful by some person in high school or whatever. Like she was a six and she was like, damn, or she was too dark or this. Mm-hmm. So seeing her break down and like after listening to that, it was like, wow. Mm-hmm. Like, because you, you, I guess it, we, again, this is also kind of related to that conversation, you never think about your impact, mm-hmm. especially because if you think about it, like she started when we were in high school, yeah, and she's really within only since I always thought she was just so unique, yeah. I never thought she would really catch on because yeah. she was so different. It was only since, like, in my opinion, Electric Lady that she got mm-hmm. more like mainstream popular success, yeah, because she had like tightrope and like the arc Android and all that stuff, mm-hmm. but like people were like checking for her. Yeah. When she starts having like Queen. And then, you and, know, she started the acting. Right. And stuff. So she's really been getting a higher profile. Mm-hmm. And this is like, I feel like, a, such a mature album that represents her growth. So mm-hmm. for her to see someone saying like they are inspired by her and yeah. she's like, like you, I guess it would be a, like it's similar to us. We just think we're regular people mm-hmm. and just doing what stuff we love. And then someone's like, oh, that's reminds of us when we're younger. Yeah. Appreciates it. Anyway. Yeah. Um, do I have any recommendations? Uh, no, I don't. Uh-huh. <laughs> I don't think I do. But uh, I do have some fun news. I'm going on the cruise. Oh, where? Mm-hmm. Um, it's gonna be in December, the week oh, before. <laughs> the week before time. Christmas. So like, I'll have like my vacation, and I'll have all those extra days <laughs> to myself. I wouldn't be at work. But we'll be going to, I think, Belize, oh, uh, Mexico, nice. uh, the Cayman Islands, and I think maybe like two more, or like one. I, I don't oh, remember. It's like a week long cruise. Mm-hmm. My church grandmother went to Belize on a cruise like that. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. how she liked it. She liked it. She got it. Like, she likes that stuff. Uh, so, but yeah, this is my first cruise, and yeah, I gotta get like my passport and everything. Make sure you together. get like stomach pills. Yeah, I am. <laughs> like, I am to, to like get away from norovirus and all that stuff. Yeah. So, uh, well, it's gonna be fun. Any, anything else? Um. Mm-mm. Well, thank you all. If you stayed through this very tense episode, yeah. thanks so much. It's really hard um, to like. Well, it's important to talk about, (laughs) and we're all processing it. Well, I'm processing journal Diaz. That's it. There are others I need to process. I feel like everyone on this list is just so trash. It's just like, you can't. Oh, God. I don't want to talk about it. Yeah. (laughs) Thank you all for listening. Again, follow us on Facebook at Drinking with Blurreds. Twitter, Drinking W Blurreds. Follow our blog, drinkingwithblurreds.com. Thank you, and we look forward to having you back next week. Um, we're going to get finally delve into the mental... Like, we were supposed to do the mental health episode this week, but then this foolishness of the yeah. last two weeks just really... And, and it's just been hard. So yeah. I guess what my recommendation would be oh. is just some self-care. Yeah. Like, 
you know, relax, yoga, just get some tea, listen to drums or something. Yeah, listen to some music <laughs> or get a massage, a spa. I, need you know? to, I haven't been to a massage in a minute. Oh, me neither. You know what I want to do? I want to do it. Which one's the feet? Pedicure? Yeah. I'm thinking about doing that one day. Oh, okay. I don't, I don't know what it. Huh? Like, do you want to, like, extra fancy, or do you just want to go to, like, a Korean shop? <laughs> uh, no, I don't want to. I don't know. Uh, but anyways, thanks you all for listening. Uh, I'm about to go eat. I'm yeah. about to go eat. So, mm-hmm. anyway, look forward to having you back next time. Bye-bye.